I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, March 6th. A state mediator will be brought in to try and reach an agreement on a new Quincy teacher's contract. In a statement from the school committee, officials say the negotiations are at a stalemate after 16 bargaining sessions and that they believe an independent third-party mediator will help bring the two sides together. The Quincy Teachers Union has agreed to the third-party mediator. School officials also released details of their current offer to teachers. That includes a 9% raise over three years, $500 bonuses for teachers with master's degrees, a top-scale teacher salary of $108,000 in the third year of the contract, guaranteed increased longevity pay, new sick time allowances, and having election day be a full day of professional development. There would also be extensions in sick time allowances. The school committee chastised the state teachers union for what it calls harsh rhetoric and tactics that are a disservice to teachers. The city will formally ask the state to assign a mediator from the Department of Labor Relations. Braintree Mayor Charles Kokoris has asked Clean Harbors to refrain from resuming regular operations at their site in that city due to critical outstanding issues after trailers filled with combustible materials caught fire last month. Residents were told to stay in their homes with the windows closed after the blaze broke out at the Hill Avenue site on February 16th. Video from the scene showed raging flames devouring the trailers as firefighters worked to contain the fire. Massachusetts Environmental Department of Protection allowed clean harbors to resume limited operations on February 27th. But Kokoris recently penned a letter to the Environmental and Industrial Services Company urging them to stand down from becoming fully operational again. Kokoris went on to demand that clean harbors eliminate the storage of hazardous materials and tractor trailers on their site, as well as materials and debris from the fire. Kokoris also requested that clean harbors install air quality monitors and provide updates from readings to the city, in addition to neighborhood residents. There were no reported injuries in the fire, but the potential exposure to toxic fumes during and after the blaze prompted widespread concern. Dr. Anjan Devaraj, a pulmonary and critical care physician at Tufts Medical Center, said that the fire was extremely dangerous to local residents due to the threat of harmful gases such as sulfur dioxide, nitrogen dioxide, phosgene, and hydrogen chloride. Hazmat teams and other public safety agencies were called to the scene of the fire to mitigate those threats. Leaders in Milton are continuing to push back against the demolition of a deteriorating staircase at the MBTA station on Adams Street. But that demolition is set to start today. Signs are posted around the closed staircase at the Milton T Station, which is a stop along the Mattapan trolley line between the Ashmont and Mattapan stations. The stairs are crumbling and rusting, but local officials have said the situation has been like that for nearly a decade at the T Station and Lower Mills. Milton leaders have called on the T to repair or replace the dilapidated staircase instead of just tearing them down. But in a letter from September of last year, then-MBTA General Manager Steve Poftak said the staircase could not be repaired or reopened because it would require extensive repairs to make it fully accessible. 
As part of the Mattapan Line Transformation Project, the replacement of the Milton Station staircase would fall under an 8- to 10-year improvement plan. For local leaders, that's too long. Representatives from the governor's office said that Governor Healy is reviewing the town's request to hold off on the demolition of the Milton staircase. The T previously announced that in order to remove the staircase, trolley service will be replaced with accessible shuttle buses between Mattapan and Ashmont stations every evening between Monday and Thursday. A man from North Weymouth died Saturday following a snorkeling incident in the Florida Keys. 61-year-old Patrick Allen Martinek was snorkeling with Sundance Water Sports on Alligator Reef off Isla Morada when he called for help at about 2.20 p.m. He was brought back to the boat where the crew began performing CPR. The boat returned to shore. Martinek was taken to Mariner's Hospital in Tavernaire where he was pronounced dead. Authorities have not said why Martinek originally signaled for help or what they believe caused his death. Autopsy results are pending. The sheriff's office said foul play is not suspected. North Quincy High School boys basketball team advancing to the next round in the playoffs Friday night. Raiders found themselves in an unenviable position against Whitman Hansen at home in the round of 32 of the MIAA Division II playoff tournament. The Raiders, who trail by 12 points at the start of the fourth quarter, survived thanks to Nate Caldwell's prowess from the free throw line. He scored the game-tying and the go-ahead points with 0.4 seconds remaining. Raiders win the game 49-48 and advance to the round of 16 in the MIAA Division II post-tournament. With the win, the Raiders improved 16-6 on the season. They'll now play Neshoba Valley in Bolton, round 16 on the road tomorrow night at 6.30. Quincy police interrupted three men who broke into a home on Warwick Street last Thursday night when the owner spotted the crime happening on our home video surveillance system. Police say the owner was not at home but spotted the men breaking in a sliding glass door at about 7.30 Thursday night on her mobile device and called police. The men fled in a motor vehicle when police got there and drove the wrong way on Quincy Shore Drive right into Marymount. Officers eventually located the car on Acebet Road and arrested one man, 36-year-old Marvin Perez, facing motor vehicle charges, but could also be faced with the break-in. Two other men are still at large. Police say the men stole $1,000 from that home. MBTA police say they will be looking for a person who vandalized security cameras at the Quincy Adams T station by spray-painting them black. Problem, the T tweeted out, is that the perpetrator who had to stand in front of the camera which was recording to spray the lens, and his image was captured on that surveillance. Check of business. Stocks are higher. The Dow shot up 387 points on Friday. The Nasdaq rose 226, and the S&P is up 64. Shares were higher in Europe and Asia today. The dollar fell. The euro rose. Oil at $79 a barrel. Sports. The Knicks beat the Celtics in overtime, 131 to 129. Boston's in Cleveland tonight at 7 to play the Cavaliers. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Today it'll be sunny but breezy 
and a high of 51 degrees. Cloudy tonight, low 29. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, maybe a flurry, high of 38. Cloudy, 45 on Wednesday. Same thing on Thursday, cloudy, 45 degrees. For the boater, today waves about 2 feet. That northwest wind will gust to 30 knots at times. High tide, 1046 a.m. Sunrise, 611, set at 539. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Monday, March 6th, 2023.